This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. At 1-800-919-3776. And Gordon, Dallas with a 23-13 lead over the Giants. A little over five minutes left to go in the game. Giants on the move. And um, once again, this would this would show us something about Daniel Jones. If he could put a little drive together here. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, Dallas has scored 13 unanswered. And uh, if this game does not turn around for the Giants, I don't know how much it's really on Daniel Jones tonight. Mm -mm. I think that he's done the best he can. And, man, he is tough. Whatever you want to say about Daniel Jones, man, he takes a licking and he keeps on ticking. He has taken some big hits tonight. Some of their most effective offense has been him running the ball. Uh, Both Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard have had drops in the previous drive. So Galladay, who has a lot to say when the games aren't going on, He's played more than I think he's played like 22 or 23 snaps. Still doesn't have any catches. He does have a drop. He's been targeted three times. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Jones has not gotten a lot of help from anyone outside of Saquon Barkley. He's been the one guy who's helped. The rest of the team, not so much. Richie James has done a nice couple of – they had a Mm -hmm. nice catch there a little while ago. But the offensive line has not helped. The receivers have not helped. And the Giants find themselves down 10 with four minutes to go. And in a situation where you know they're going to likely pass, so – you know, yeah, you pin, pin your ears, ears back. back yeah, and let's go. Yeah, and Evan Neal has had a bit of a of a rough go here. It's a little struggle game. today. Yes, it's a little struggle. Yes, but look, have. Andrew Thomas struggled his first year a little bit as well. So I mean, mm-hmm. it has to be part of the equation. And I think what you're seeing here is that the Giants are not a good team. Mm-hmm. Like if you took the two and zero start to be like, hey, the Giants are actually pretty. No, they're not good. They just played two bad teams. So you lose tonight. Uh, if they, if that's what ends up happening, so be it. Go beat Chicago and you start three and one. Yeah, and that's still great. Yeah. You win three out of four. Absolutely. That's, 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 that's more than, I thought. mean, th- three wins. That's kind of been what they've been doing here the last few years. I mean, some people thought that was going to be for the year. Right. <laughs> so you're way ahead of the game. Way ahead of the game. And and Damian Woody had an all-time tweet a little while after the the, the Galladay drop. Uh-huh. He tweeted out, Galladay on the all-ski mask team. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great tweet. That's, That's one of those tweets. I, I said, man, I wish I would have thought of that. That's outstanding. I wonder if he brought, uh, I wonder if he brought a gun and, and chloroform yeah. to the event. He, I mean, he is absolutely <laughs> stealing money. He is. Lonnie's in Long Island. What's up, Lonnie? Uh, Larry Don, how you guys doing? What's going on? Well, one thing you don't have to worry. is no way possible, not on this earth, that the Jets will beat Miami. It would never happen. Oh, don't, 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 oh, jinx, no, don't jinx it. Why? How dare you? How dare you say something happen. like that? That is the worst okay. kind of mojo that you could ever send my way. Come I'm on. I'm telling you, don't even worry about it. And oh, thing, stop. You're making it worse. I, I'm sorry. All right. Can I say something about my, the Yankees? Sure, I was go sitting ahead. on Please. the couch, me and my daughter, my daughter Nicole. I said, Nicole, honey. The the Yankees are going to lose. She said, why? I said, because the dumb Yankees, they're not going to walk Guerrero. They're going to pitch to him. And what do they do? They pitch to Guerrero, and bang, the game's over. Why? Well, why isn't Boone fired? Why is he still the coach of the New York Yankees? Why is he still a manager? He should have been gone last year. The guy's horrible. I'm sick of watching games that they should win, they lose. It's making me nuts. If we go in the playoffs, we're not going to win because we, we don't have the guy that's going to take us there. All right, Lonnie, thanks for the phone call. Yeah. Lonnie, please. Lonnie, Gordon, doesn't want, Gandhi wants to, 
No. <laughs> God doesn't want to answer. God doesn't want to talk about him now. No, <laughs> I, I'd rather talk about the Yankees than that. And here's the one thing: like now, their 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 bullpen is so bad that Boone has admitted they're going to go by closer by committee. Uh-huh. which is saying, oh, we're going to rely more on Aaron Boone's judgment in the playoffs to make the right calls repeatedly. No, 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 no. It's not Aaron Boone. Oh, no, no, no well, no, 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 I know. But, you know, he's the one that's pulling the trigger. He's the one. He's the face of it. Yeah. So he's the one that's going to go down with the ship. That's only because the no, nobody nobody asked to speak to the <laughs> Oh, no, we, we would love to talk to the – we'd love to know who they are. Bring them out. Why not? You're so proud of your work. You know everything. Oh, nobody, they, nobody. they could answer some questions about decisions that are made, no? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Daniel John. I mean, they're going to rip his head off here before yeah. too long. I know. I know. Oh, poor guy. It's a tough one for him. Oof. I mean, Gordon, I have some, Gordon, I have the perfect person for you. Who's that? Omar is in Brooklyn. Hey! You, he, we've not heard from him much. Uh, Omar! No, no, no. You know, it hurts, but uh, for Gordon Dave. And we have it all for three and all. And the favorite to win the Super Bowl going <laughs> forward. I was so happy. Oh, no. Finally. Do you, do you, now, I have a question for you, Gordon. Yes. Do you believe in Tua now? No. No. <laughs> he still doesn't. No. He still doesn't no more. Look, it, Tua, the, the thing with Tua <laughs> is it's not Larry. just about the talent, which I do have some questions of whether or not he can keep this up. The main thing is the guy is injury rep- is injury prone. He was injured in college significantly. He's been injured in every season that he's played in the NFL. And even as something as as mundane as that play that happened yesterday, where he just gets you know pushed back and his back is seizing up from running quarterback sneaks. I mean, he's he's not a dynamic athlete, and he is a very brittle football player. So whether or not he can play all seventeen games to me is still a major question. Yes. Uh, how about how about the passion of our offensive coordinator getting viral in Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> my, my son, my son was coming in. I was upset. He was coming. Look, Baba, this is getting viral <laughs> right away. I said this is a passion. At least you know, like. Listen, I, I understand they're not going to go 17-0. and 0. Now we have a division uh, race that, uh, like we thought that uh, the division uh, is going to be won easily. Now we are competitive. I want uh, that edge to be continued. They dominated the ball game. They have their chances. But uh, uh, let's see. But uh, no, I didn't expect them to go 17-0. and 0, But uh, let's hope for Wait the best. Wait a second. The last uh, time uh, we the- talked to you, you said that the Knicks were getting Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Yeah. Right? You yeah. said that the Bills were were going to the Super Bowl, yeah. Uh, and you said, uh, "Was it Pakistan in the in the cricket? Yeah. How did Pakistan yeah. do?" Pakistan, the World Cup is starting on. Uh, oh, it hasn't yeah. happened yet. Next, okay, next month. Next, I got to put some. I got some. I got to put some money on Pakistan's opponent, given your track record. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, no, look, I, if I can I make a couple telling, of bucks I'm on something, you, I got to make a couple of bucks. You will still. I will still stay on Buffalo Bills. I will still stay on the Mets. These are the two. Very, 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 very chanceable teams that are going to win their title. Uh, Brazil Mets are winning the World Series, the right? Are the Mets Brazil winning the World is one Series? one of the favorites. Uh, the only thing that is not close is the Knicks. Rangers are close. Brazil is close. Mets are close. Buffalo Bills are close. This is a parlay that you got to put in. You're going to be rich. Go to never You don't have to do a show. You're going to just do it. Your own show. Your own. Hey, game. hey, hey. I'm going to have my own radio station if I listen yeah. to Omar. Wow. wow. Omar's trying to break us up. All right, Omar. Thanks. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon, my friend. Good hearing from you. Uh, Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? 
all around the world the same song. This is the same old Jets. I'm, <laughs> 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 oh, my God. You're Gordon. You are absolutely rich. You have no confidence in the world at tour, but all the confidence in the world is Zach Wilson? No, I don't have. No, absolutely not. <laughs> That is not true. Don't put that on me because those guys in the morning, they'll start saying, oh, Gordon, who's a big Zach Wilson. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, though, I got to find out about Zach Wilson. And the only way I can find out about Zach Wilson is to have Zach Wilson actually play in some football games. I can't, I can't wait right. for, like, I've already heard, well, you know, do you really want to bring him back against Pittsburgh? They blitz a lot. There's no perfect landing spot. There's no game where I can say, oh, well, I can put Zach Wilson here and I'm, I'm sure he'll do well. Get him out there. He's a football player. You drafted him second overall for Pete's sake. Let's get to see him. All right. Well, that was Joe Douglas' snooper behind that did that. <laughs> you know something, guys? I'm just, you know, and I've heard uh, Papa Lars talking to you. He's like, yeah, he heard um, Ira. Ira sounded like his dog got shot. He didn't hear from me. Listen, Papa Lars, Ira, any other Jets fan, if you ever heard from me where my <laughs> where my viewpoint stand on this regime, this team, or everything, don't worry, man. Buddha ain't going losing no sleep over nothing because I ain't expecting much. You know, i got to be honest with you, man. I've told y'all a thousand times, the first a six-year deal for the GM, that was absolutely asinine. And, and, I, and I stand by that 1,001%. I mean, if Rob Astorino needs to pay his damn taxes, guess what? Woody Johnson needs to sell the damn team. I mean, when, when, we, when I see something like that, that's when I'll get fully vested again. You know, Robert Sala, he was on earlier today with these guys. Using that angry term again, I guess I'm one of the angry Northeasters that he's talking about. I mean, dude was looking like Vin Diesel when he was over on the sidelines with San Francisco. Now he's looking like Mr. Magoo. And I thought, you know, Zach Wilson or Albrook were going to be the people that got him fired faster. But you know who's the person who's going to get him fired faster the most? Himself. It's Dayball. It's Dayball. No, no, it's Dayball. That guy is over there. Everybody said how the Giants did. Oh, they'd rather be in the Jets position than the Giants, or whatever. I mean, they, they had no talent on the Giants, or whatever. This guy's coaching. This guy's leading. This guy Salah's over here making excuses. He's no longer Caesar Salah. He's just Rob Salah. I mean, I feel the same way Keisha Johnson said. Go run the steps while Brian Dayball is chucking away two or three subway subs. And winning games. I mean, please, it's an absolute joke. You know what I mean? The Jets are so inept. Listen, the Jets are so inept as a franchise that they blew out the broadcast on the television and on the radio simultaneously. When have you ever seen a team do something like that, man? The yeah, whole thing is an absolute joke. It's a joke, bro. And well, you, you can't this, really, like. I'll tell you yeah. this, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call, man. We got to run. Uh, they did. They did everybody a favor. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That might have been a Jet fan that pulled the plug. But it was priceless. That was the best part of the second half. Hey, Gord, but it was priceless here. James Brown and Phil Sims and Burleson. Yeah. And Boomer. A Cast four, a thousand. Four-man booth. Yeah. <laughs> and they weren't doing play-by-play. They were doing summary. No, yeah. They were, it was like a Manning cast a little bit. Yeah, Not exactly. as good, though. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's the, that's the rage now, right? It is. You got the K-Cash. You got the Manning cast. Yeah. I mean, they had good guests, huh? How about that? The, the, 
Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens? Well, look, I mean, I would think that, well, look, they have bookers, I'm sure, but, you know, if A-Rod reaches out to guys, I'm sure that that has some weight that they're more like, and I I know that Clemens has been on before. I don't know that Bonds has been on before, but Bonds talking about hitting. Priceless. Priceless. I mean, they have these things called the master class where it's like a video series about experts in their field. That's that dude. He was he was very good. He's excellent. He was very good. It made me wish that he didn't have that PED thing surrounding him. Yeah, well, you know, because 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 you know, because remember that he didn't need this. He did not. He didn't. He was a Hall of Famer before. He absolutely. didn't need to do that. He was he was a five tool player, Gordon, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, absolutely. And he was. He, you know, I was looking at his stats on on Saturday. You look at his career, and it's three different stages. It's the all around player. Mm-hmm. when he was in Pittsburgh. And then when he got to San Francisco for the first, like, five years, mm-hmm. it was a more power-based player. And then the last five years, it was all power. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was all power. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> yep. It was ridiculous. But, uh, no, I mean, all-time great player. The great, we will live to be a 1,000 years old, and we will never see anyone mm-hmm. a better hitter than Barry Bonds was for those five years, where four of them he won the MVP. And to hear his philosophy on hitting was just—it oh, was so it's, engaging. It's great. No, I mean he, he's talking at a different level, right? I he mean is. it's fantastic. He is. More calls next on ninety-eight-seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. It's ESPN New York tonight on ninety-eight-seven ESPN. Gordon, if you're a Dallas fan, you're looking at this tight end, and you're like, why are you going out of bounds? What are you doing? You not only didn't get the first down, but you stopped the clock. You know, we, we talk about the odds for the first first coach to get fired, and I know Mike McCarthy was up there at one point. It's almost like he's trying to get back up there. <laughs> I know. What are you doing throwing the ball when the Giants have no timeouts left? None. And and you have a chance to, to milk the clock down some more. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? And they had that before the field goal as well. They threw a pass there as well. They could have been milking down the clock there as Mm -hmm. well. So the Giants do have a chance here with uh, under two minutes to go in this uh, football game. And and who knows, maybe another two-point conversion when it's all said and done. You never know. Simon's in New Haven. What's up, Simon? Well, you know, I couldn't have said it better myself that the caller you had about getting Boone fired because I was the one that said it all along. But enough about him. What is wrong with the kind of Falefa? I mean, seriously. I mean, he only has four home runs, and he made an error today. I mean, come on. We got rid of Gio Urshela for him and Donaldson. I think we got gypped. Yeah, I mean, look, the IKF, he is, he's exactly what he's supposed to be. Uh, now, the, the problem is, is that is that good enough Thanks, for a Simon. team that's supposed to be competing for a World Series? And uh, I, I don't think it is. Um, he's, he's, he's okay. He, he is what he is. You know what he is. He's a guy that's not going to hit a, a lot of home runs. He's going to—he's primarily his offensive uh, forte is, is some some singles, some, some batting average, uh, and he's supposed to be a dependable glove at shortstop. And he'll make some sensational plays at times, but he'll also—he'll also have routine plays that he should make that he doesn't. So uh, it's very—it's very frustrating for a guy who that's his primary value is like. Y- it's great that you make the sensational plays, but you must make all the routine plays, and that's where he's had the issue. He was your cleanup hitter. You, you have some respect when you talk about him. Right, yes. He was the cleanup hitter <laughs> earlier this year, right? Aaron Judge is hitting leadoff, and AK, IKF is hitting cleanup. <laughs> What's wrong with that picture? <laughs> yeah. It's been that kind of year, huh, Gordon? It's been it that has kind been of that year. kind of year, yep. 
Unbelievable. Richardson, Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Hi, Larry, Gordon. Let me ask you guys this. I'm asking you separately. You guys are the manager of a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Extra innings, tie game. Mm-hmm. Larry, I'll ask you first. Mm-hmm. Which would you rather have as a manager? A man on second, no out, or a man on third and one out? What would you rather have? Uh, I'd rather have a man on third and one out. Okay. I would rather have a man on second and no out. I want well, all you, the I want all the outs I can have at that point. I'm not giving away any outs. So you want a man on second and no yep. out. I want a man on third and one out. Why can't we take an ESPN poll and see what the what what kind of result we would get? Because all of us that call the station are knowledgeable, and certainly people that take a poll like this would be knowledgeable. And I don't understand why the Yankees don't move the runner over with a man on second and no out in the ghost runner. I still do not understand that. Is it because, like you said, Gordon, they'd rather have all their outs and take that chance? Or do they not think that the guy batting can get the man over the third by either bunt or hitting to the right side? But, you know, Is Richard, I think, I think when you look at the Yankees, and that's an interesting thought. Thanks for the phone call. I think when you look at the Yankees, Gordon, for them, it deter- it's, Sterling Shepard is on the cart? you got to be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me! Uh, I, I did not. I did not see what happened. I mean, he looks to be in in very good spirits. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I did not see what had just happened there. Oh, I looked. I looked up and then I see him on the cart. I'm like, oh, come on, um, Gordon. I think really it's determined by who's who's in the who's what. What, where are you in the batting order is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. It, That's it, where it, it depends is. on all the all, on all the particulars, right? If IKF is up. Um, you know, or you is it Aaron Judge that's up. right? Yeah, absolutely. It depends on who's, who, who's. All the different particulars matter. It's not. It's not a blanket thing where you're going to say, "Well, I definitely want. I'm definitely going to do this in this situation." All the, the the different particulars matter. Who's on second base? Is it a fast runner? Is it a slow runner? It, it all matters. Yeah. Oh, he he was just running down the field, Gordon. Well, it looked like it was an interception. I don't know if they've ruled that that was an interception on, uh, I think it was Diggs that, that yeah. caught it. It looked like it bounced in his hand mm-hmm. off the ground. Uh, so I don't know if they've made a ruling on that. I'm sure they're going to review that because of the turnover. But I, I did not see what happened uh, with Sterling Shepard. Yeah, he was running down the field, and then he just reached up and grabbed, like, his shin. Oh, boy. I mean, this poor guy. He has I been. Mean, he's... It's rough. Oh, jeez. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's. Nobody touched him. Nothing happened. He wasn't even running fast at that no, point. No, he was jogging. And that was, and it was an interception. So the Cowboys are going to win the game 23-16. And they're now in, uh, you know, victory, the victory formation. formation. But I'm sure that there's been, you know, there's been some, some comments about the turf at, at MetLife. Yeah. That yep. one might be the most glaring of them all. I mean, he mm-hmm. wasn't even doing anything. Nope. He was yeah. slowing down. Yeah. It wasn't I, when you said that he was just running. I thought maybe he was trying to defend the inner. You know, the the guy picks it off mm-hmm. and he's running into the, nope. the nothing. Just nope. running a straight he line. He didn't even cut. He was jogging. He was jogging, and that was it. And now he's hurt, and uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. When we return, Gordon, a little answers with Aaron. Mm. A. Uh, International edition, because the Yankees are in Toronto. Yes. Mm -hmm. We'll have that next. Some phone calls. Plus, 
I promised you, yes, we'll hear from Kyrie, KD, RJ, and a couple of other basketball players on the Knicks and Nets. All before we leave you at midnight on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. It's ESPN New York Tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Time to head to the ballpark. Mets are off tonight, so we go to Toronto with our passports, and we head to the clubhouse where the Yankees lose in extra innings to Toronto on a walk-off hit from Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yankees with a win and a loss, obviously, by Toronto. They had a chance to clinch the AL East. Aaron Boone, you didn't clinch tonight. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you're you're caught up in the game and and trying to trying to get through there in a tight game and trying to break through. So, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully we can do it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see what happens tonight, though. Gordon, everybody, all eyes were on Luis Severino to see how he would go in his second outing back. Four innings, three hits, two earned runs, four strikeouts, 76 pitches, 49 for strikes. Skipper, what'd you see from Sevy? You know, he's kind of a victim of, of the pitch count there. You know, it ends up throwing 30, 30 plus, 35 pitches there in that fourth inning. But I thought overall, stuff-wise, I thought he threw the ball really well. I thought, I thought for the mo- he, he had a few walks in there, but I thought he was getting it where he wanted to for the most part. Um, you know, they just kind of outlasted him with some tough at-bats. Gordon, uh, you know, you've talked a lot about your bullpen, and up until you know, the 10th inning in Clark Smith. The bullpen pitched shutout ball and only getting four innings from your starter, that that was pretty good for that bullpen, which has been struggling. It has. It was. Nice to see uh, Loisega look like he's starting to round into form some, um, but not the result you're wanting at the end. But still, anytime you can have one good day out of the bullpen where up until the extra innings, it seemed like it was locked down, That's, I guess that's a good day. Baby steps, right? Yep, that's right. All right, Gord, you know what you know what time it is. It's time for Answers with Aaron. All right, this is very simple. Uh, a caller asked, and so obviously Aaron Boone was asked. Here's the question, Gordon. Okay. Aaron Boone, why did you pitch to Vlad Guerrero Jr. in the tenth? Why did you pitch to Vladi Dadi? Larry, I think that I've done a, a fairly great job of getting inside the mind of Aaron Boone since we started doing this. Outstanding. Outstanding. I got to be honest with you. This is the first time I don't got anything. <laughs> I'm I'm interested to hear what he has to say because that decision makes absolutely – for no other reason, you just saw them walk Aaron Judge. Right. Why would you pitch to, to Guerrero in that spot? It makes no sense. So for the first time ever, I think I'm going to take a pass because I can't think of what a, a reasonable explanation could be. Thomas, Joe, stand up. Take a round of, and applaud yourself. You get a standing ovation. Nice job, guys. Here's what Aaron Boone had to say about pitching to Vlad Guerrero in the 10th. Uh, I mean, you don't really like either of those matchups. Um, so it's, you know, pick your poison. You know, 
and and with uh, add Bichette to that mix, you know, we, we talked a little bit about there. If once we got Springer, do we put him on to try and set up some kind of ground ball? Um, uh, once we got that, you know, with two outs there, you know, obviously you're going to pitch careful, but with Kirk behind him, it's it's pick your poison. All right, Gordon, it's pick your poison. Uh, yeah, well, let me pick the worst of the poisons. Yeah. I mean, is there, is there any da- doubt that that's the worst? Po- I don't know what the worst poison in the world is, but that's, that's the worst poison. Yeah. Now, if you walk Vlad, can it still go wrong? Absolutely. I mean, the, 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 the Blue Jays have a good lineup in terms of OPS+. Plus. They have the best lineup in the majors. So, yeah, could uh, Kirk or, or Chapman or, or Tapia, whoever else was up after that, could they beat you? Sure. But why you would pitch to that guy, The be- he's their best hitter. And unlike you... They put their best hitter third. That's their best hitter. Makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. Well, you're right. I can't disagree. Especially (laughs) with how it turned out. (laughs) Yeah, it turned out exactly how you knew it would. Yeah, it did. It really did. Well, that's with the day off, Gordon, for the Mets. That's the audio from the ballpark for tonight. We do it every night on ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. And uh, once again, uh, when we look at that, we look at those standings, and Gordon, they just they just won't go away. <laughs> they just won't go away, Gordon. Yeah, well, look, I mean, now you away. get to you get to put them away. There's something nice to that, right? Yes, there is. You get to put them to bed. Mm-hmm. They, they kept coming for you and coming for you and coming for you. And, uh, you know, a one-game lead. It's not the most you would like. You'd like it no. to be two games, so you have a little bit of wiggle that. room. I still got a shot. Yeah. But y- you will likely. get the chance to put them away. And the pitching is lined up for that series, correct? Yes, it is. It is. It is lined up for that series. Um, and I'll bring it up for you in a second. But, yeah, it's all lined up. And, and you know, the only question is going to be is, you know, will they get that series in? You know, that's that's the that's the interesting thing about what you know what could happen there because of, you know, the inclement weather as that Spike mentioned and mm-hmm. uh, that's going through the south um of us here and, and so you know you're really you're really concerned. Um well, but, I mean if they know, if they had to play a double header, I mean I guess that would kind of that would kind of line up in your favor. No, I mean you're you're just looking for to take days off the calendar. You're the ones yes. in front rather than being behind. So that That's wouldn't right. be the worst thing in the world. But That's right. yeah, we'll have to see how the forecast goes. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how that goes. And um, you you have your guys. You you've got Bassett you got it lined up the way you want. It's on Bassett, you. Yep, right. Bassett against Max Fried on Friday. You've got uh, Jacob Degrom against Kyle Wright on Saturday night. And in Sunday Night Baseball, you've got Max Scherzer and Charlie Morton. Pitching matchups favor you. Yes. For what that's they worth. <laughs> they do. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see and they, what don't happens. Have, they don't have the kid, uh, what is his name, Strider. They don't have the, the Spencer Strider. No, no, He's on the don't. IL because mm-hmm. of the strained oblique. So yep. you avoid him. Yep. Advantage Mets. Advantage Mets. We'll see what Larry's talking about on Monday, October 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> when we're like, oh, go maybe on, you don't want, yeah, you don't want me saying, you don't want me jinxing it like uh, Lonnie jinxed the, oh, Dolphins, they can't lose, they can't possibly lose that game to the Jets. Oh, let it go, Gordon. Lonnie, oh, come on. Jet. No, no, Gordon. I can't let it go. That Gordon, was, that was a direct attack. Gordon. 
You seen the Jets play this? That that Larry, that is that is my life right there. They'll go out and win this week. They'll be four and zero. Everybody, I'll walk in there, and anybody who knows actually who I am will be congratulate. Oh, the Dolphins, they're great. They're this, they're that. The Jets will go out this week and get absolutely the the bejesus knocked out of them by the Steelers. They'll be inept, everything else. All the world will be raining down, and the Jets will find some way to beat the Dolphins in Week 5 and just completely ruin my day, ruin my week. I'm not allowed. The, the happiness that I've had this weekend, Larry, I'm not allowed to be that happy with sports. I'm just not allowed. It, it just I, it, I'm lucky in love. I'm not lucky in sports. So mm-hmm. there's well, no if way. If you have a choice. What's that? <laughs> if you have a choice, you might. Be well, better. yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it's worked out okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. There's no tradebacks, but still, I'm not allowed to be this happy for long stretches of time. I understand. It's okay, Gordon. It's okay. It's all right. Dave's in the car. What's up, Dave? Hey guys. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the brain disease that's running rampant through the Jets fan base. I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> Zach Wilson has played 13 total games. Yes. And when he came back from injury last year, his best weapon, you can argue, was Braxton Berrios. So now you're coming into this year. Joe Douglas has drafted Garrett Wilson, drafted Brees Hall. You get back Corey Davis, who was a little bit banged up last year. And you finally have the opportunity to find out what Zach Wilson is. And instead, you want to start Strevler or Joe Flacco last week. And it's always changing. And I just, I feel like I'm going insane. I'll let you guys talk. Hi, Dave in the car. Um, You've got frustrated Jet fans who don't believe in Zach Wilson, Gordon. It's very simple. And they did. Here's the thing. There's always... Everybody doesn't mature at the same rate. We agree. You come out of college, depending on the system you were in, depending on the competition you faced, some guys are further along than others. And I got to tell you, this, this this draft class of last year quarterback court is not looking good. You know, we're talking no. about Zach Wilson, but he's not alone. They are no, not looking not. good. They are not. And when you look at what you're expecting, and this is a, you know, these are fans that are like, okay, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. He's not good. Zach Wilson doesn't come in. He started so bad. Look, he didn't know how to play the game. He came back after the injury, got a little better. But he, there's, no, there's no faith. People have no faith. He's got to get on the field and put some games together where you have an opportunity to say, you know what? I still don't know, but here's what I do know. He's not making the same mistakes. The offense moves crisper with him. He's got a good grasp of the system. Hey, they're in some games. Gordon, I said it before. I'll say it again. And it, and it hasn't happened. And hopefully it will. You've got to be in games in the fourth quarter. Gordon, that's what it is. Like, like the Giants tonight. They were in the game in Absolutely. the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay? They didn't win it, but they had opportunities. Okay? That's how you determine how you get better. You have to be in the game in the fourth quarter, which means you have to play like you're competitive. And all too often, unfortunately, I hate to say this, Robert Sala, and last year I get it, you didn't have the same talent, but this year your talent is better, which means more is expected of you. And over these first three games, I'm sorry, two games 
two and two 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 and 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 four two two games in fourteen minutes, <laughs> two games and uh, 50, 57 minutes, Gordon. Yeah, you haven't it, been that way. No, just had it. It's it's been. It doesn't feel like there's any progress. No, like where's the pride? Like the defense was good for a first half against Baltimore. Okay, uh, you you found a way to, and that's the thing. Like. It's not really even about the quarterback because you haven't seen Zach Wilson yet. But, again, you were talking about how the overall talent of the team is better. Why is there no progress? Why, why are you still behind by two scores in fourth quarters and second halves and you're scoring four field goals and, and the defense is, is allowing this thing and that thing and there's no pass? I mean, where, where is the progress? Mm-hmm. Where are and- we making progress here? And see, the bad thing yesterday, too, is you're starting to see you're not wrapping up. You know what I mean? You're missing mm-hmm. tackles. You're mm-hmm. bouncing off players. You're trying to get the big hit. I don't need the big hit. Tackle the guy. Bring him down. That's what you see. You At least you weren't seeing that the first two games. Now you're starting to see that because that means, okay, I got to make a play. And so now your people are doing more than they need to. Listen, you can't even do your job. Don't worry about doing something, something more. Something extra. Just get the guy, wrap him up, bring him down. That's what you gotta do. It's very simple. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like that the that the talent is being maximized in any way. No. Like one either you have more talent and it's not being maximized, or it's just not a talented team, and either way, that does not reflect well on anybody. No. Least of all the coaching staff. Yep. It's Same. it's hard it's hard to inv- you know like in a league where anything can happen, mm-hmm. week in and week out we see crazy results we see crazy plays, for the Jets to be out of all three games in the fourth quarter and the only one they're able to pull out is just an absolute miracle in the last two minutes. Whew! Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not ideal. It's not. It this is, is not. as bad as things could go to start the year. This is pretty close to as bad as things could go. You're right. You're right. When we return, KD, Kyrie, Jalen Brunson, and RJ. Yeah, we'll talk some hoops next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. No. I know I'm that good that you're just not going to give me away. So that's one thing I did appreciate about Sean and Joe is like, yeah, you're too great for us to give you away. Just that easy, that simple. So I get that. I know who I am. Kevin Durant was asked, Gordon, are you surprised you're still in that? <laughs> it's ESPN New York tonight on 987 ESPN. Freddie and Fitz at the top of the hour. Yeah, well, I mean, when he came down with the trade, you know, the, the the trade demand, and he wanted out of town, and nothing was materializing. He's demanding this guy get fired and that guy get fired. I'm sure it's just one big happy family now. <laughs> all all water under the bridge, Larry. Yes, like with Kyrie Irving, who weighs in on the decision to opt in with the Nets, and uh, also weighs in about KD as well. It's just a lot, like hearing Kev won a trade request. I opt in. It's awkward. 
It's very awkward. I'm sitting at home like, I don't know what to think of it, but because there's a trust that we have within each other, I just ultimately want to see him do well and be happy. So if that wasn't within our organization, I was going to have to accept that and move on. And I knew that I could move on and get to a place where I knew Kev could be comfortable and everybody could be comfortable. Sean, Joe, just our whole entire family and culture in which we speak on, I think it needed, you know, some honest conversations. And that's what we did this summer. And that's what we had. So to reflect on, it, I hope I answered a little bit of it. You know, there's a big timeline, a lot of days in the summer where the off season has taken its own emotions and courses and, you know, thoughts on what's going to happen. So I tried to just center in on what I want to accomplish. And that was just focusing on being the best team that I can be and being on a great team and what that means to me and really embodying that action every single day and not just saying it. So I don't want to get too wordy or too preachy up here, but I I had a lot of time to think and making the decision to come back to Brooklyn was the best one for me, best one for me to fit in here and just figure it out along the way as we as we get this party started. He doesn't want to get too wordy, Larry. No, 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 no. Of course no, not. No, of course not. That culture, that Nets culture. So good that everybody can rely on that Nets culture, boy. Absolutely. And uh who else was was uh, who else wanted them again, Gordon? Oh, the other teams. That, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. You know, I'm not in NBA mode yet, Larry. Yeah, you know? I understand. I didn't think they were. No, I don't, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could be out of NBA, in the NBA mode, out of and NFL mode. No, it's no. going to still take a while before I find anybody. Yeah. The, the only way he was going to elsewhere was if they were trading him for Westbrook to L.A. Right. That, that yeah, was the no, only one. The only way he was not opting into that contract was if there was somebody who was going to pay him if he opted out. <laughs> That's right. And <laughs> he, he can tell you, he can spin all the word salad he wanted, but mm-hmm. there was no way heading into last off season that he wanted to be opting into that contract for no. one year. He wanted no. a long-term deal someplace, and they That's pulled right. every trick in the book they could do to get him that long-term deal. But now he's back in the culture's honest conversations with Joe and Sean. First name basis again. Oh, first. They're all buddies. <laughs> it's a great, great, great setup. Meanwhile, at the Knicks, they had their media day today as well. Jalen Brunson, what do you think you'll bring to the team? Most importantly, I just want to be myself. I think I said this a while ago. Somehow, some way, um, not a savior. In any way, shape, or form, I just want to be able to contribute to a team. You know, I try to help this team win games. I like the group. Can't wait to build more chemistry with these guys. Can't wait to um, see what really what we can uh, unlock and unleash. And so uh, I'm really excited. I've been waiting for this one, Gordon. Mm. Julius Randle. Mm. Or what he learned about being a leader from what happened last year. I learned a lot. Like you said, when it's good, it's easy to be a leader. When things aren't as good, when you're going through adversity, I think it's even more important. So I learned a lot. I'm just excited. I feel great about our team, physically and mentally, where we are as a team, and uh, just ready to get the ball rolling. Can can Jalen also teach Randall about not being a hero? (laughs) Yeah. About the savior? Yeah, that would be. Would be nice. That would be a big plus. I just want him to not want the ball. Could, right. could, could, well, I would think that I'll that would go up, part, please. yeah, hand in hand, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got it, I got it. You're, we're good. I'll, I'll handle that. You go down. You go down the court. You go down. You go I'll down. find we're you. Good. Yep. Uh, believe me, I'll, I'll I'll find you. I know where you are. Just go. I got this. R.J. Barrett, what are you expecting for the Knicks this year? It's definitely an extra motivation, especially getting to taste what the playoffs is like. and then uh, you know falling short there, and then to not end up where we wanted to last year, I think. This year we're coming even more experienced, even more hungry. We have a lot of guys that have something to prove. 
myself included. I got everything to prove, you know. So we're, we're really coming with that mindset and definitely uh, think we're going to shock the world. So, um, yeah, he's, I don't know where he was as opposed to everybody else. Yeah, but. I was going to say, did they have him out in the parking lot? Like, <laughs> what is going on? So, basketball pregame, Gordon preseason will be tipping off shortly. And before you know it, middle of next month, we'll be hooping again, my friend. Hooping yeah. Again. Well, look, I mean, hopefully one of the baseball teams at least will still be going in the middle of next month. And it would season, be nice. Yeah, it would be nice to have one of them to talk about. But, it's you know, like this audience here is very much Knicks fans. They you are. Know, we got they the are. games on the station or they mm -hmm. live in and no fan in New York. I don't care if it's Giant fans. I don't care if it's Jet fans, Yankee fans, Met fans. There's no more loyal sports fan, maybe mm -hmm. anywhere in any sport than Knicks fans. You're right. Long suffering. Long suffering, Larry. Long-suffering Nick fans. So hopefully they'll have something to cheer about this year. And, uh, you know, you need a playoff run here, Gordon. Well, I don't think it's going to be as good as year one, mm -mm. but it can't be as bad as last year. Please. Please. It can't be. You're right. It cannot be as bad as last year. That would be tragic. Then, then some serious – I mean, it would be almost like the Jets, right? You get yeah. to the end of the year and you're looking at that. Speaking of tragic, mm -hmm. how are your cover five picks this week? Brutal. <laughs> I only say I'm 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 doing that as a nudge because Brutal. I was looking and I actually had a good week for a change the first time I think in all all season. Brutal. Yeah. You know and what it is? You got to pick the team that wins the blowouts. That's yeah, the key. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I and you know, I was looking I, I did I thought I thought the Raiders would. Right. Well, I, you know what? I saw a stat today and this is crazy. Going into tonight, Teams that are the, – the point spread has not really mattered at all this year. 41-6 and six is the number. Mm. So only six times has the point spread had an impact in terms of bets this year. Wow. So if you're betting the underdog, almost certainly you have to bet them to win the game. Mm-hmm. Unless it's – I don't know what the six are. Maybe there's been some big point spreads where teams covered – but almost certainly either you're betting the favorite or you're betting the underdog to win the game outright. Mm -hmm. Now now, that I'm giving advice, I'm sure next week I'll go 0-5. No, you'll be fine. You're on the roll. Yeah, th it those, roles, those roles. It was your week. It was, was my week. week. This was my week. Unfortunately, it was week three. It was not a playoff <laughs> week. It was not the end of the week. You know, the end of the season, big, big division game. Yeah, no, my my, I'm I'm ready to blow up cover five. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're gonna have bad week, you, when you get on the roll, you got to stay on the roll. This is true. You're getting the true. bad weeks out of the way early. But I'm just saying, Gordon. I mean, I figured Kansas City was going to win this game yeah, big. It was it was too good to be true, right? Yeah. So better now quarterback, like, you know better coach, extra rest. Uh, yeah, know, I hear you. Speaking of guys arguing with each other. Well, I, here's the thing. If betting NFL games were easy, there'd be a lot more millionaires around. No question about it. It's difficult. No question about it. it, it no, it's hard. It's not yeah. even difficult. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. Oh. I, I won four out of five. I, I won four out of five, and I'm still in 200th place. I would love 200th place. <laughs> All right, my friend. Be good on the radio tomorrow afternoon. I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, Larry. Sounds good. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. We thank you for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow night following the Dan Grasso program. Joe, 
Thomas, thank you very much. Great job as always, guys. Up next, Freddie and Fitz. They'll continue the conversation right here on 98.7 ESPN New York.